Have you noticed the lack of diversity here on 365 Tech? Well, we at 365 Tech have. So today we are bringing you Rachel, a sophomore computer science student at The Ohio State University. Second year education, she works two jobs and she's going to be interning this summer at General Electric down in Houston, Texas, working for GE Digital doing software development. Without further ado, here is Rachel. Hey, Rachel, welcome to the show. Hey, Pep. How have your classes been today? You have any, um, any computer science classes? Uh, yeah, I had two. I had my um, software two and my foundations one. Okay. Are you enjoying either of those more than the other? Like software is more code-based, right? And foundations is more theory of computer science? Yeah, I've been enjoying the foundations more. It's more, I guess, math-based. So it's more with like runtime and algorithms and stuff like that. <laughs> That's so cool to hear you say that stuff. So you're going to be working with General Electric this summer, right? In their, uh, in their digital division? Yeah, with GE Digital. Do you have any idea what you're going to be doing with them yet? Have you been given a team assignment or do you know where you're going to be working? Um, all, no, I no. But when I talked to mom, she said I'll be working with like the cloud and Predix platforms. Yeah, yeah. Predix is a really cool platform. When I was working at Uptake, uh, some of the executives there had come from the GE Predix platform, and they had said a lot of good things about how GE is using the industrial internet and stuff. Do you know the location that you're going to be working out of? Houston. I'll be working at the uh, oil and gas headquarters in Houston. Okay, okay. So, uh, but you don't have any more inf- information on the internship itself. I like my. I know my like start and end dates and things like that, but specifically on like who's my manager, the team I'm working with, other interns. I don't know any of that quite yet. Okay. Is there anything in particular you're hoping to, mo- to, to benefit from from this internship? Um, Figure out how to, I don't know, do CSE in the real world. All I know is my classes, and that's my only experience. And I want to know if I, you know, enjoy doing this for real people and doing real things. Totally. Yeah. Computer science is so broad right now. It feels like any industry you want to go into, you can with computer science because everybody needs comp sci kids. So like, absolutely. As a result, you can, you have, you have the choice as a comp sci student to go and experiment, to figure out what it's like. And I think for you to go and as your first internship to a major company like GE and see how they're using software engineers, I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, and you uh, right now are working not one, but two jobs, right? Correct. Yeah, I work uh, on campus at Connecting Grounds and then off campus at the Nationwide Arena in downtown Columbus. Wow, that's got to take a major toll on your ability to to put into your classes. Or are you able to schedule around all that pretty well with still maintaining a good time balance? Um, Working, it's about 20 hours per week, which is a lot. Um, cause then you add some clubs on top of that and then the hard course load, but I, you know, I've made it work. And, uh, I have noticed when I go in and see you at connecting grounds, it seems like tap and go, is that how it's pronounced? The, uh, the mobile ordering. If that's, I mean, it, everyone kind of pronounces it differently. I call it Topango, Topango. but <laughs> I had, you know, everyone, so people call it Topango or tap and go. It seems like that has gotten more use recently as though. Like there's less emphasis on the actual cashier and more space designated for people to just order online and then pick up their uh, coffee and breakfast stuff um, and not have to really interact with people. Yeah, that's been a real recent like update for us. We just took out 
all of the chairs at our counter to create more counter space for Topango. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like all of the drinks would be like in a small corner and it'd be impossible for people to just define their stuff. So now we just spread it out more. We have alphabetical order because yeah, we've been getting a lot more of Topangos and less people in pre- like in person. Can you explain a little about what Topango is? Is it um, like what the process is? If I wanted to get a cup of coffee on Topango, could I use dining dollars from the university? Do I have to download an app? What's what's the general process? So there is an app that you download and you just put in like your buck ID information or your credit card information. You could use either. And um, you just click on whatever. So every single campus location uses Topango. Um, so you can order like from the union or connecting grounds or anywhere that's like a grab and go type place. And um, you just put in your order and then you can use like a swipe or you can use dining dollars or however, buck ID cash or if you choose to pay it. And then it'll just do it like a regular meal swipe. So it's integrated really close with the university's dining plans. Yeah, we're actually um, what I've heard some of the managers talking at connecting grounds is. I think next year at some point, we're going to completely change our cash registers like and just make those Topango-based also. So making the drinks won't know the difference between Topangos and people who are coming in and ordering. Oh, wow. Okay. So, wow, that's a real shift. I noticed that at McDonald's I went to the other day. They had both of their registers closed down. There was no ability for you to talk to a person. The only way you could order was to go up to one of those big touch screens enter in your order and then yeah. go up. And I, that blew my mind to not to literally be restricted from talking to a person was like, wow, that's a real cultural change for me. Do you like the shift from uh, like less involved on interacting with people from retrieving the order and more you just focused on the back end of making the order, making it ready and then presenting it to the customer? Um, you know, it's definitely made it a lot busier. That's for sure. Sometimes we have like Topango slips wrapping around the coffee machines and it's just hectic. Um, so it's definitely made it a lot busier, which is the point, like we get more money from it, but, um, no, I mean, I guess I don't really feel a difference. It's still, I either look at a screen and make the order or I look at a piece of paper and make the order. Hmm. So for me personally, making the drinks, it doesn't really make a difference to me. It seems like with you guys having an increased number of orders that customers like it, but have you gotten to talk with any customers at all? Do you know if people prefer, uh, if they really enjoy the service? Um, I mean, I haven't really talked to anyone besides like my roommates who they usually come in and order. They don't really use Topango cause they know I don't like it just cause it's so busy. <laughs> um, but, um, I don't know. We have gotten more of like a better process down the more Topango's used. So um, if it starts to get really busy, we can better expedite. And at this point, we like our times making it are pretty fast. Hmm. So um, but actually, I have talked to someone who when I told her that next year we're going to be like changing the cash registers to making it all like Topango based, she goes, well, that kind of sucks because sometimes you can see like the wait time on Topango. You can see how many orders are in front of you. And if you see there's like 10 orders in front of you, you're like, oh, well, I can just go in and order it real quick because like at this time I know there's not going to be a big line. So if you make it to where if you go in and order, but there's 10 orders in front of you still from people who ordered online, that's going to suck because you're still going to have to wait the same amount of time. True. Yeah. If they remove that, then people can't game the system and see which wait line is shorter and then use that. That's funny. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So you're talking about having more and more of these like tabs from Topingo 
that make it kind of hectic for you to work while you're there because of the, the just scale of orders that are coming in. So overall, do you think that automating the food ordering process like this, does it create more or does it reduce waste? Like waste, including time, your resources, the stresses of you and the client. What, what are your overall thoughts on the waste production? Um, it doesn't, doesn't create waste. Um, I don't know if it necessarily reduces it. It's just, yeah, it's just, a, I don't know, a different form of receiving an order. I don't think it creates waste by any just means. Just a change. Because yeah. when I'm thinking about waste, I'm thinking, wow, we're changing this from having 15 people standing in line, wasting 15 people's individual time for 10, 15 minutes. And instead, 15 people can go on and spend 10 seconds ordering their food. And then you guys on the back end have to spend, I don't know. It's just, it seems like it's changing up the equation of how food's being ordered and processed and thinking on a larger scale and trying to figure out, is this a sustainable way for us to move forward with food ordering? Like, does it make sense for people to order through an application or, or is that removing some human element that's necessary for us to, to order food? Um, well, okay. So yesterday morning when I was working, um, I was on the cashier and we had just gotten two new like cashier kiosks that are now self orders. So we now have three cashier stands total, two of which, um, the customer comes up and just like, it's like the fast lane kiosks at Panera and McDonald's stuff like that. So like they just go up tap and, and order and stuff. So now we have one cashier person two cashier kiosks and Topango like all together now. So the trend is definitely there. It's definitely shifting more towards that automation. And I know um, at the RPAC, the food places there just got kiosks as well. So like, it's definitely on the rise. Well, Rachel, I appreciate you bringing your expertise and experience onto the show. And I'll definitely need to have you on again once you've had some experience with GE and so I can get your perspective on what it's like to work at GE digital. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be probably very different than yours experience. (laughs) Bye. Bye.